Thank you, Lord Jesus. Re krena masha vroni te prele vrena takash. Re lamantos vreta na anele brondos kifar nene bende kadondi vredo doshki veda dalha. Le radindo labrano ne yamandi era. Amanai na usanai kaya. A sovreta bella doggy a bala bralea bala. A sos calapos and dilacos repopopon the land and the lede de contos evrede ma capapan de la da. Redalecos repapali and a man tatos evrede bebandi docotodo no piedega. Redaya da ladi baida daikaya. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your daughters. Thank you, oh God. Thank you for your daughters. Thank you because they are coming back to their assignments. They are coming back to pick up their mantles, to pick up their assignments from where they stopped. Thank you, Father, because they are strengthened for this work. They are strengthened. Makara de Lodosh Kebalakande Dede. The accuser of the brethren cannot keep them down. Heartbreak cannot keep them down. Mistakes does not keep them down, oh God. They are coming out from the dark places, from the caves. Barabalanda Tatosh Kelemana Deaha. Oh, thank you, Father, for your daughters. Thank you for the ones you've ordained to hear this word that is coming from your spirit, O oh God. That it will spur them on, it will encourage them, it will light a fire in their bosom, O oh God. That they may not be able to keep quiet, they may not be able to keep ignoring the calling of God upon their lives. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Thank you, Father, for the gift of your spirit. Thank you, Father, because everyone who hears this word is set on fire to move with you, to answer the call on their lives. And all glory, honor, adoration returns to you, Father. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm so excited. It's good to be here this month of March. I haven't been here all month. Uh, I should have, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, but you know, you know how it is. I'm here now. And we're still talking on, I'm still going to be talking on, pick up your mantle. Now, in the first ep, uh, yeah, the first part of this series, I talked about pick up your mantle. And I talked about two women. I talked about uh, the woman at the well, right? I talked about the woman at the well. And I talked about... The woman from Jericho, who God used. Very interesting stories. 
and of course uh in this episode we're still going to be talking looking at the same two women right we're still going to be looking at them and the things that god did in their lives praise the lord now in the first episode or in the first part of the series i said that god is looking for women and this is very timely in this month of march that is uh the women's history month all over the world happy women's history month everyone every woman out there listening you know god wants to do so much with women in this our time right and how what makes me know for sure that it is the truth that god really wants to do something is because of the way the enemies of god you know the devil and his cohorts how they are also going after women there is you know there's so much you know there's so much attention on women now women movements women empowerment this is that it's great it's good but i just want us women to be careful because they can be a negative part of that um that movement if you've been listening to me or if you haven't you can you know go back to some of my previous episodes where i talked about my challenge with the feminist movement and why i'm no longer a feminist you would not believe it that i used to be a rabid angry posting stuff on social <laughs> it's hilarious i know i used to be that person but oh thank god right thank god that god began to show me the truth now in this feminist the whole you know women empowerment movement there's always this talk about uh that's not even what i'm supposed to talk about today but now i just digress and i'm going to see to the end praise the lord there's this talk about um uh, dismantling the patriarchy now oh my god it was sometime in this month right god i was you know interacting with my father as usual and he said something to me that spirit of god said to me when women say they want to dismantle the patriarchy that's even christian women what they lack is understanding do you know now this is mind-blowing the holy spirit told me this right do you know that god is a patriarch god created man first so when they say they want to dismantle the patriarchy they are inadvertently saying that they want to dismantle a system that god himself put in place do you see the, the subtlety of the enemy now have some men abused their headship position of course have some men abused their authority definitely even in the family in the society many have but that does not mean that the system that God in his supreme wisdom puts in place is wrong. Patriarchy is not the problem. The problem is toxic patriarchy. The problem is patriarchy influenced by religion, influenced by culture. If we go by the system that God puts in place, no one will be marginalized. No one will be oppressed. But religion comes, different religions of the world, they tell you different things. Most of them a lie, including in Christianity. There are some schools of thought about the place of women and all that that is not true. It's not backed by scriptures. 
you will find that in every religion that is how the devil sneaks in and you know plants his own agenda praise the lord so what am i saying in this month we must be careful uh the agendas we promote right and i'm not trying to like stick it to anyone like this month they've been doing this and breaking the bias thing it's good there is bias against women everywhere but i'm sorry i'm not mocking them guys but there's this cross hard thing they do like i don't know if like it's lapa lapa <laughs> like lapa lapa or something like breaking the bias do their hand x it is so silly i'm sorry actually i'm not this is my honest opinion how does that hand signal that looks like something from wakanda change anything you know these days we do so much of you know tokenism is like uh, this token activism like let's just do it for photo ops or to trend or to something that was so offensive i don't know why i found the hand signal offensive but i it was it's so silly break the bias and they will now do our hand what does that hand mean do cross our hand <laughs> i'm sorry guys but it was so silly like how does this crossing hand now how does it break anything how does it break the bias for women in india for women in northern nigeria for women all over nigeria for women in africa how does that silly hand sign do anything and that brings me to my other point. Feminism is largely a white people's movement. They are the ones who like to do all these silly performative things like hand signals. Very much like how the president of the United States and the people in the Senate then were kneeling down to... It's not George. That guy that was killed when police would put their... their knees on his neck and he was the, the i can't breathe guy right they were taking a knee and putting this silly ankara stuff on their neck like what that is so offensive you can do laws that will change things why are you putting ankara on your knee as though you are powerless do you get my point i i hope you drum ranting at this point but <laughs> be here with me guys <laughs> now that i've gotten that out of my system we can talk about rehab of course yes let's talk about rehab now like i said in the previous mm, episode i have searched and searched and asked god you know why rehab we didn't know virgins in jericho but then you righteous young women that should be saved I think that even though Rahab was into prostitution, her heart must have been with God. I don't know. There must have been some kind of calling because why her? Why? But then God chooses who he chooses and he justifies them. Praise the Lord. So, um, yeah. In Joshua 6, you find the story of Rahab and there is an important part that really touches me now why is god seeking women because what if you as a woman you are you are the family you are the family um deliverer 
you're the person your family is waiting for to deliver them from whatever it is that's happening it's in the bible see this story of rahab when they invaded jericho that's in um joshua 6 22 joshua then told the two men who served as spies go into the prostitute's house and bring her and her family out as you promised her so they went and brought rahab out along with her father and mother her brothers and the rest of her family they took them all family and slaves to safety near the israelites camp then they set fire to the city and burnt it to the ground along with everything in it except the things which the things made of gold silver bronze and iron which they took and put in the lord's treasury this um now verse 25 joshua 6 25 but joshua spared the lives of the prostitute rahab and all her relatives because she had hidden the two spies he had sent to jericho now he says this in brackets and this is where i'm really going to her descendants have lived in israel to this day my god just by a prostitute's act of faith her descendants are now counted amongst the chosen people of god oh my god my my mind is blown by this so what i'm saying dear sister it doesn't matter what you've done this is what god is actually saying to you it's not me because if i say what i'm saying to look it's not like i have the power to save you i do not what god is saying is that and is even clearly showing in this mind-blowing story is that it doesn't matter what you've done it doesn't matter though your robe may be as red as scarlet god is able to clean you up that you'll be as white as snow if only you let him if only you would come back if only you would see an opportunity that is God stretching out his arms to you to bring you back into the fold to bring you into the land of promise with the people of promise imagine he i'm very sure that rehab became like a family leader anything she said in her family they had to listen to her imagine being saved by the sister who's i'm sure at some point everybody thought she was useless she was a prostitute and then they are watching because of her they are saved in their very before everyone they knew their neighbors their city was invaded and their neighbors everything was burnt to the ground to ashes and only them survived because of that one sister that they thought was useless i don't know who has told you that you're useless so i don't know who has told you that nothing good will ever come out of you but they are not god dear sister i don't know who has told you that your life is finished it is a lie are they god are they god do they know tomorrow do they even know what will happen the next minute why listen to men why listen to people i'm here i'm here to tell you that god still wants you he still loves you he still has a plan to redeem and preserve your bloodline to save your family through your hands 
He has decided that in your generation, you are going to be the deliverer. But he's waiting on you. Will you answer his call? Will you answer his call? Will you answer his call? Today's episode is not going to be long at all. It's just a reminder. Look at the people that the women that Jesus, even Jesus, the woman at the well, Mary of Magdala, seven demons were cast out of Mary. Jesus met Mary in adultery. She was she was brought to him almost being killed because she was caught committing adultery. Now, two things. Like I said earlier, a lot of times some people sneak some things in that is not of God into even Christianity. Now, the woman was brought to Jesus to be stoned, but the man was not brought. So yes, oppression is not today. But see what Jesus said to them. See what Jesus said. He said, he that has not sinned. That was how he met Mary the Mag- of Magdala. That, that was it. What that, they had already disgraced her. I'm sure they had almost naked her. Stripped her naked. Dragged her. They're like, eh. Hey. So that, that means God even saved her life. Because what if Jesus was not in that vicinity? They would have stoned her to death. That is another thing. Even at the lowest point, Jesus still saw value in her. He not only saved her life, he began to clean her up, cast out demons from her. And she was one of his top female followers. Remember that when he died at the resurrection, she was one of the women who first saw him. Who was going to the tomb to check on the body and an angel told them he's no longer here somebody that was a that was caught in adultery in a shameful position she was in a shameful position but jesus did not look down on her he didn't condemn her with the crowd it is the message that god has brought me to tell you in this women history month, God does not condemn you. Yes, he sees your faults. Yes, he sees your mistakes. Yes, he sees your errors, but he wants to help you. If he could help Rahab, if he could help Mary the Magdalene, if he could help the woman at the well who was living with her fifth husband, had married five times actually, and the man she was living with wasn't even her husband. Do you see a pattern here? There is a pattern of, you know, sexual immorality, of looseness, of wrong decisions, wrong life choices. But Jesus did not cast them away. If Jesus did not cast them away, why would he cast you away? He has sent me to tell you, dear sister, that he will not cast you away. He doesn't want to cast you away. He needs you actually. And not just him. Your family needs you. They are waiting on you. They are waiting on you. Imagine if Rahab never helped those spies. Think about it. 
her and her family, her brothers, mother, father, relations, even their slaves, would have been burnt with the city. But she chose at that point that no, this is an opportunity. She saw God's hand being stretched out to her and she grabbed it. Beyond that, she, she goes on to become one of the ancestors of Jesus. Did you know that? Yeah. She married, ended up marrying one of the spies who is the father of Zeobed or Jesse. Shout that lineage. So she's like David's great grandmother or, or something like that. Yes. That's how she entered Jesus' lineage. Hey, look at God. So, sisters, God is waiting on you. When you are tired, he, in fact, he's at the gates knocking, waiting. You don't have to go the way society says you have to go. You don't have to sleep with anyone to make it in life. It is a lie. God is able to make you a success. God is able to open doors of blessings and opportunities unto you. You don't have to debase yourself in that manner for peanuts where your father is the monarch of the universe. You don't have to be in that unhealthy relationship that is keeping you from your destiny. You don't have to continue your mistake. See the woman at the well. She was currently, after being married how many times, she was currently living with a man that was not even her husband. Jesus didn't judge her. But through her, she was a deliverer. Through her, salvation came into that town. The same way through, through Rahab, her family was preserved. Her father, her mother, her brothers, siblings were preserved. And they live in, the Bible says it, I am using the Good News Bible, it puts it in brackets. Her descendants have lived in Israel to this day. That means if you go to Israel today and say, I'm looking for Rahab's descendants, they will show you. Kai, God is really awesome. So dear sister, God is waiting on you. God does not hate you. Uh, contrary to what society tells you you are not disadvantaged god wants to use you yes you've made mistakes i know god likes to use people that have made mistakes because see i've done my research forget it i've i've come to the conclusion that god likes to make a point yes he yes even the bible says it that he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise he likes to make a point. So that when people are finished concluding, you'll be like, eh, is that what you will say? Okay, now. After they have counted you out, that's when God will now come for you. He'll begin to show off and show out through you. So, dear sister, this is God calling on you. It doesn't matter what mistake you are even currently in. God still wants to use you. He still wants to help you. He still wants to bring you out. He still wants to give you better. Better. He still, whatever you think you have in that life of sin, he has so much. Look at Rahab. 
The town prostitute, everybody knew her. She married one of those spies. I just, oh, God is awesome. And that's another thing that God is doing in this our time. Kingdom marriages. God is bringing men and women together for the purpose of his kingdom. It doesn't matter the mistake you've made. God wants to give you a good man, a man that you will do kingdom with, that you will fulfill purpose with. See how God brought Rehab and her husband together. If anybody told Rehab at that time that this man, you will marry her, you will marry him rather, do you think she will believe? Even the guy, the person she ended up marrying, do you think he will believe that going for this dangerous mission, I will meet my wife? Here yeah, God brings two people together for his purpose. So just, I just want to encourage you. God is really, really looking for women. He's looking for sisters. He told me, hey God, you go and tell these ones that have left their mantle because of mistakes. Because of one thing or the other. I can't tell you that I'm still waiting for them. I have not counted them out. They they counted themselves out. They worked out on the assignment. I haven't released them. God has not released you. Go back to your assignment. Is it singing God called you to go back? Is it winning souls? Go back. Is it sharing the word? Go back. Go back and pick your mantle. Pick your mantle, Jesus, that God is waiting for you. And as you go back, he will empower you. If you need cleansing, he will cleanse you. He will wash you. You'll be whiter than snow. He will teach you a right. He will help you. He will empower you. And you will become a wonder to your world. A deliverer in your family. Yes, that is God's desire. To make something out of you. That men will look at your life. Even those in your generations to come. Who say, look what God has done. With our ancestors. Look what God has done. Because of her. Look what we have become. Do you think Rahab's um, lineage will ever forget her? Of course not. Of course not. That's the message I came with today. And I believe I've delivered it. He, or in this case, she that has ears, let her hear what the Spirit of God is saying to his daughters. Praise the Lord. This is the word that I bring for today from God's Spirit. And my prayer is that as you hear it, it brings a stirring to your spirit. It's staring until you go back. That staring, that fire will not go out. In the name of Jesus. If you're a brother listening to this, share it to the sisters you know who need to hear it. Just to encourage them. Thank you very much for listening to this point. I will see you when next I see you. You know, I can't promise. But definitely one thing is for sure. This is an assignment that God gave me. So I ensure that every month, at least once, I come here and I say what God is laying in my heart to relate to the brethren. Praise the Lord. Thank you so very much for listening. I pray that God will bless you. God will strengthen you. God will favor you. God will help you. God will uphold you with his right hand of righteousness. In the areas where you struggle, he will help you. 
He will be your shield. He will be your guide. He will be your wisdom. You are not alone. God is with you. Thank you very much. Until next time. Enjoy the rest of Women History Month. Bye-bye.